Hey podcast and welcome back to another episode of the MTB Fitness Podcast. Now today I've got a recovery special for you. So I'm going to be talking about all things recovery. I'm going to be talking about nutrition, how to balance your training hard with recovery and rest time. I'm going to be chatting about sleep. And essentially I'm just going to be going through all the various different things that really affect your recovery and how to balance training hard and progressing with recovering from it to actually get the benefits from those workouts rides so i hope you really really enjoy this episode if you do it would mean a lot to me if you leave a review and i hope it brings you a ton of value so recovery in general is one of those things that you don't really pay enough attention to until it matters and what I mean by that is that recovery you can just take it for granted really you don't really think about it necessarily it's just you recover from rides and workouts and that's that but you'll know when you're under recovered when you head out on a ride one day and you feel really weak when your legs feel really really tired and you're just all around going out and feeling like you've got absolutely no energy. That's a sign that you're really not recovered well. So it's one of those things recovery that it really pays just to give it that bit more attention that it deserves and that little bit more thought and effort to go into it. And there's a few main things really that affect your recovery and I'm going to chat about them today on this podcast. So it's just going to be me today. It's just me with the microphone chatting away to you. So there's a few various different areas that go with recovery and... To start with, really, the most important one is nutrition. So when it comes to recovering properly from your rides, from your workouts, the first thing that you want to be paying attention to and the first thing that you need to be getting right is your nutrition. If you're not eating right, if you're not eating the right foods, if you're not eating enough of the right foods, then you're really not going to be fueling yourself properly from those workouts and the rides. So what you want to make sure you're doing is not just looking at your nutrition pre, during and post ride, but looking in general at the food that you're eating. So what are you eating Monday to Sunday for your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner? Do you have three meals or four meals? How much protein are you eating? How much carb are you having to sort of fuel your workouts and then to recover from your workouts as well to replenish those glycogen stores? You want to make sure that you're really looking at your nutrition in detail and nailing it because I know it's a proper cliche saying and sometimes cliches can kind of be ignored because you hear them so often but you really are what you eat like your muscle is made from protein so if you want to build your muscle and you do like you don't want big massive muscles you know we're mountain bikers we don't want to be huge bodybuilders but we do need certain amount of muscle to be able to perform on the trail so if you want a good amount of muscle to be able to perform to be able to put the power down on the bike and you know to not break anything when you land to give you that cushion and just to all around perform better then you need to make sure that you're eating enough protein to actually rebuild that muscle what happens when you train and when you ride you break down your muscle and you create these things called micro tears in your muscle which are literally microscopic tears in your muscle that is damaged to your muscle muscle essentially and what happens is that when you eat good food afterwards when you eat protein when you get lots of good nutrients in there your muscle will literally rebuild that muscle and kind of fix if you like those little micro tears and it means that you come back stronger but the only way that it can effectively do that is if you feed it enough and if you give it enough uh, enough nutrients that's where something like a protein shake after a workout comes in really well 
So protein shakes, they're not essential, but for the vast majority of people listening to this podcast, myself included, they're hugely beneficial. And the reason for that is that most people don't, excuse me, hiccup, I've just had a protein shake after my ride, that's why that came. (laughs) The reason that most people uh, will benefit from a protein shake is that they don't actually get enough protein in the diets in general so what happens is when you have a protein shake you're topping up the amount of protein you're getting in your diet if you like so that means that it's just that little buffer for you and it helps you get the right amount as well as that there's an argument that when you have a protein shake immediately after exercise with it being liquid protein it goes straight into your stomach it digests really really fast because there's not anything physical anything solid there for your stomach to have to break down and therefore it can get to your blood into your bloodstream and get to that muscle faster meaning that the recovery process starts a bit quicker so it makes logical sense and the other kind of benefit or the other argument, if you like, for having a protein shake immediately after exercise is that it also curbs your appetite. So we've all been there when you've done a ride or when you've done a workout. You get home and you can be absolutely ravenous. And even if you're not hungry immediately after, it can be half an hour or an hour later and you're just starving and you want to eat the whole fridge. (laughs) So what having a protein shake immediately after a workout can do is it can kind of curb that appetite for you, which is obviously beneficial and is a good thing because it means you're not going to go overeat so it's well well worth looking at your nutrition in general and making sure you're eating enough and what i would advise you doing if you if you're not sure how many calories you're eating at the minute if you're not sure how much protein you're getting if you're not sure whether you're eating enough or not enough what i'd advise doing is just tracking your nutrition intake for a week in an app like something like my fitness pal for example so that's a free app that you can get they got bought out by under armor and what you can do on there is that as you go through your day you input absolutely everything that you eat into the app and then it'll spit out at the end of the day and as you go along it'll tell you how many calories you've had and then the ratio of protein carbs and fats and how many grams of each of those you've had and you can look at that and then sort of think right okay i need to get some more protein in there i need to be in more carbs oh i'm not eating any fats you can you can look at it because the only way that you actually know to the only way you know how to improve your nutrition is actually if you know where you're starting from so it's well 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 worth looking at that what you may find is tracking Uh, what you eat in an app it just allows you to pay that bit more attention to it so at the moment I personally don't track my food intake in an app but I really pay attention to what I'm eating like I'm planning out when I'm going to eat what I'm going to eat and just planning it all through the day but if you find that this podcast is making you think oh yeah you know what I should pay a little bit more attention to my nutrition a great place to start is downloading the MyFitnessPal app and then tracking your food intake and what I will say at this point shameless plug but it's massively beneficial for you is go onto the MTB Fitness website www.mtb.fitness it's not .com or .co.uk at the end of it it's just mtb.fitness or google MTB Fitness and I've got a nutrition guide on there which you can buy stupidly simple nutrition for mountain bikers and that will tell you everything you need to know about nutrition what to eat day to day what to eat before during and after rides how much protein to eat how much carb you should be eating Uh, it's good for vegetarians and pescatarians and everybody really Uh, the only sort of uh, diet if you like i'd say that it doesn't work that well with is if you are keto because most of my advice is around eating a balanced diet and getting carbs in there so if you're listening to this and you're keto you may enjoy reading a different perspective but 
the two don't really marry up. But any other kind of diet, it, it works. And, and by diet, just a quick side side step there. When I say the word diet, one of my clients kind of pulled me up on this the other day. She said, oh, let's not call it a diet. I'm, I'm doing a nutrition change. And he's absolutely right. So for me, your diet is just what you eat day to day. So when I say diet, I don't mean like Weight Watchers or Slimming World, like I'm going on a diet. I just mean your diet is what you eat day to day. It's just your nutrition in general. So that's what I mean by diet. Um, but yeah, if you want to learn more about about your diet, about nutrition, then grab a copy of my nutrition guide on the website, £17.50, and it'll automatically flick over to your country's currency for, I think it's about 20 currencies it does that in. So yeah, check that out. That is well worth looking at. <laughs> All right, on to the second part of recovery. And there's lots of things we can talk about today, lots of things we are going to be talking about today with this. But the second part of your recovery is sleep. So sleep and the, the amount of sleep you get and also the quality of the sleep you get is hugely, hugely important. So sleep is when your muscle actually rebuilds. It's when your body recovers. It's when you get that well-needed rest that you need. So you hear about sleep being so important all the time. But again, it's one of those things that you just hear over and over and over and over and over again. So it's funny, if you hear things enough time, then you can almost ignore them but sleep is like a superpower it's so important often if we hear things that are new that we've not heard before it's exciting and you think cool this must be it this must be the secret and if i told you that oh i don't know doing 20 burpees a day was is what's going to get your ripped abs it kind of like piques your interest it's like oh right that's new i've not heard that before it's a lot of rubbish by the way that i just made that up don't do that <laughs> um but you know something new something sort of like groundbreaking something that hits the headlines is exciting and that's why there's so many fads out there but in general like the good solid advice uh, that you hear over and over and over and over and over again has probably got some legs behind it so sleep really is a superpower it's so important it's I really notice when I've not slept enough. Um, my girlfriend's a teacher, Sophie. Last week she was working Monday and Tuesday night till about hiccups. Told you it's that protein shake. She was working till about half ten, eleven o'clock at night uh, last week, just sat in bed, sort of on a laptop. And normally I'm asleep. Well, we're asleep for about ten o'clock. We get up quite early. The alarm goes off at half five. Um, but last week, we kind of missed out on about an hour of sleep. And by Wednesday, I could really tell the difference. Like When it was coming to my workouts, I felt weaker. I didn't have the same motivation to train. When I was on the bike, I just didn't have the same concentration and didn't feel like I wanted to put the same amount of effort in. And that was literally just from a couple of nights sleep of having an hour, an hour and a half less. So sleep is hugely important. When you do sleep, there's there's a couple of things to look at with sleep, or a few things really. Uh, the first thing is just looking at actually getting enough sleep. So when it comes to this, you're best having a bedtime. So going to bed at the same sort of time each night, waking up at the same sort of time each night, and making sure that you're, you're sort of in a routine with that and you're on a rhythm. And you want to make sure you're getting enough sleep. So six to eight hours is right for most people. Now, the other side of it is to make sure that you get good enough quality sleep. So just look at stuff that you've probably heard thousands of times. You've definitely heard me say it on this podcast if you've been listening for a while. And that's just to look at things like making sure you've got a comfy bed, making sure you've got a comfy mattress, you've got comfy sheets, like, you know, decent 
fairly expensive sheets like i'm sure that'll keep you happy for those of you that are in, <laughs> into bedding i'm sure lots of you won't care like me um but i know sophie's happy when we can kind of get some nice bedding some good quality bedding that's nice and soft um but it really does make a big difference like a decent pillow uh when we actually sophie has a bad back and when we were going to buy a new mattress recently we kind of went just with the intention of finding a good quality comfy mattress and then there was a pillow that Sophie really really liked but it was about 70 quid 80 quid I think and she was really thinking about not getting it she was not going to get it and I was kind of had to force her to get it because I was like look you've got a bad back it'll keep everything in line it'll keep your spine in line and it's really comfy and your sleep is so important for the sake of like 80 quid this pillow's going to last five years or whatever so yeah sometimes if you're looking at like an expensive mattress expensive bedding an expensive pillow it can seem expensive when you're looking at it but if you think about it in regards to improving your quality of life like you can't really put a price on that so of course don't go into debt to get yourself the best bed but it's well worth saving up and buying what you can afford really and stretching a little bit in my opinion for a really good quality bed because your sleep is so important for your mental health, for your physical health, for your performance. Like, there's a reason that pro athletes will sleep for nine or ten hours a night and then have naps in the day as well between workouts. Like, sleep really is a superpower. So, when it comes to your recovery, so far we've got your nutrition, which is hugely, hugely important. And then we've also got your sleep as well, which, again, massively important. Sleep is absolutely imperative. So, make sure you get that nailed. The third thing that I'm going to talk about, and this is a bit of a misconception really, so this is, how can I word this right, it's actually looking at how how much you train and how much you rest, so what people will often think is that to ride or to train, you have to be completely recovered for every workout, so they may think, right, I'm going to ride on a Monday, rest on a Tuesday, lift weights on a Wednesday, rest on a Thursday, ride on a Friday, you see what I mean, they're keeping a rest day between each one, what you actually want to do is kind of zoom out from that weak approach, uh, and by weak, I don't mean weak and strong, I mean weak as in like weekly, uh, zoom out from that one week approach, and look at it over like, a four to eight week period and what you want to do is you might look at it and say right I'm going to hammer it for four weeks so I'm going to train really hard and that means that some days my legs are going to be tired I'm not going to be performing at my peak but that will break down your muscle more that will shock your system more and shock your body more and then after a period of four weeks you may have a rest week so that's a week where you really chill out and you take it easy so as an example, in my 12 and 16 week training programs, you go in four week blocks. So you train hard for four weeks and it's totally normal within that four weeks to be getting to the end of that four week cycle and starting to feel weaker actually, to starting to feel tired, feel your muscles are sore, to be turning up to rides and having less energy. And that's good because what you're doing is you're really battering your body for a two to four week period and in that period of time, you might not perform at your absolute best towards the end of it, but then you take a week off. So you can take a week off the program, you take a week off training hard, and that's when you really recover, and that's when your recovery happens. And then when you come back into week five, that's when you feel great, when you've had that week off. So you kind of like training is all about knocking your body backwards and battering it and you know, knocking it down, knocking it down, knocking it down, then taking some recovery time and helping it build back up. So you can sort of train less and 
going to every workout and every ride feeling at your absolute peak. But what I personally do is hammer it for a certain period of time and then recover afterwards. So last week, for example, I had a great training week. I did three weight sessions and I did three rides. So two of those were proper rides and one of them was sort of an interval session slash skill-based session. I did a bit of both. So I did six workouts slash rides last week. So Monday to to Saturday, I hammered it. Um, by the end of the week, by Friday and Saturday, I was going into the gym tired. I was going on my ride tired. But what that does then is that I re- really focused on my recovery on Sunday. We had a load of food on Saturday, a load of good healthy food. I went to Nando's and I actually had two mains. <laughs> um, Sunday I focused on eating lots of good healthy food and just piling it in. And then I feel better today. I'm not fully recovered, but I'm better than I was last week. But I'll hammer it again this week. I'm going to train five times this week, train and ride five times this week. And then we're going away for a week at the weekend. So I won't be training as much next week. So that'll be recovery time. So by Friday, I absolutely will not be performing at my peak. But then I know that I've got a rest week next week coming. Can you see how that works? So don't expect to feel your best at all times when you're going through a training period. Training is all about knocking yourself back in order to come back stronger, to come back fitter. Um, I'm trying to think of another example that I can relate it to, but I can't think of any. I'll try and think of some that I can use in future. Um, But it's all about knocking yourself back to then come back stronger. Now, the way that this works with key events is that you just want to plan your your ride, plan your training and plan your riding around that. So as an example, the next kind of mini goal I've set myself, and it's nothing serious, but it's something to focus on, is the week before my birthday. So I think it's about the 17th of... Uh, November, something like that. My birthday's the 22nd. I mean, I think the week before is around that. <laughs> Not that dense. <laughs> oh, when's my birthday? Um, the week before my birthday, I'm going riding with Ozzy. So we've not decided where we're going yet, but we're going to go away for a day and we're just doing a big, long ride. And that's kind of the mini goal that I've got, that I want to rock up to that and I want to feel really strong, really fast. I want to feel fit. I want to be getting up the hills good and recovering well. And that's just been my goal. So what I'm doing is... Is I've trained hard for I think six weeks something like that then I'm gonna have a rest week next week and then I think I worked it out as three or four weeks away until the event I think it was three weeks of hard training so I'll train hard then after next week for three weeks and then the week before I go riding on the Saturday I'll kind of have a half week so I'll do a bit of riding but it'll be easy and my workouts will be fairly easy as well and what I'm doing for that week essentially is just focusing on recovery and trying to allow my body to peak for the Saturday ride so that I feel at my absolute best so what that means is some rides in the meantime I'm not going to feel my best I'm not going to feel my strongest but the aim with those rides was never to feel my best the aim was to train and to get fitter so can you see how that works I'm hoping that it's just helping you kind of reshape how you think about your recovery how you think about your training and how you think about your peak fitness and when you should feel your best and when you perhaps you know won't feel your best so it's really important to kind of get your head around that Uh, the other side of that is or to elaborate on that a little bit more I think it's just all about planning so planning your workouts in on a weekly basis so what you do it on Monday Tuesday Wednesday but going one further than that zooming out a little bit and looking at what you're doing on a monthly basis, maybe on a three-monthly basis, on a six-monthly basis, and just planning your training cycles around that. Allow some variance in there. You're going to get ill. You're going to go on holiday. Um, Actually, on the holidays, say uh, random things that happen, you're going to get ill, for example. There's going to be something that happens with work. There's going to be something that happens every now and again with your family that 
gets in the way of the ideal training structure that's totally fine you can tweak the plan as you go along but at least if you have a plan that you can pretty firmly stick to it helps a lot uh, the reason i said that don't worry that holidays don't really count for that i think most people see holidays as something that gets in the way of training i see it as recovery time and time to progress so what i'll do is i'll make sure i train hard up until that holiday and then i can have that holiday then as an actual chill out time as allowing myself to have some mental time off but also physical time off and physical recovery so holidays for me actually benefit my training we tend to go away uh, before Corona. We go away abroad, but at the minute we're just going away in the UK, kind of every half term. So what's that? Every six to eight weeks, something like that. So what I'll because of Sophie's half terms. So what I'll do is I'll train hard for six to eight weeks and then rest for a week or two. Train hard for six to eight weeks, rest for a week or two. So those holidays actually function well into my training, and I actually come back stronger from those holidays rather than coming back feeling like I've got fat and unfit. And the reason for that is because it's all part of the plan it's all part of getting better like off time is just as important as on time so that's really really important to see so they're the three main things really to pay attention to with your recovery first one is your nutrition your second one is your sleep and your third one i don't really know how to put a title on it but it's just looking at your training diary and your training schedule and knowing when you're putting rest days in and rest weeks and just looking at it from that bigger point of view if you can nail those three things they make an absolutely massive difference so i hope you've really really enjoyed these short podcasts i'm looking forward to doing some more of these um I quite like the idea of doing some mini podcasts like this that have got a real theme on them and then you can, when you want to learn about a certain topic, you can dive straight into that one. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, just drop me an email. That would mean a lot to me. Uh, Matt at mtb.fitness. And if you'd like to look at MTB Fitness products, you've got the 12 and the 16 week training program. I've also got the nutrition guide which is available and I've got my brand new guide which is specifically for mountain bikers over 50 uh, and that's my 50 essential tips every mountain biker over 50 needs to know thought I'd go for a short title with that one <laughs> so if you'd like to check out all four of these products or if you're under 50 the other three then just go to www.mtb.fitness thank you so much for listening I'm looking forward to doing some more of these and I'll see you next time for another episode of the MTB Fitness podcast